0: And welcome to the Daddy-Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-hosts, my dad, Guy, and my sister, Michael. In today's episode, they'll start off by talking about how school has been, and then they'll talk about drugs. Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, let's get to it indeed. Welcome back. It has been a while since we did the podcast. Life can get in the way, man. It's It's been, uh, it's been challenging trying to balance this whole distance learning, homeschooling thing with two parents with full-time jobs. And so... To, uh, to kind of reintroduce ourselves We are jumping into this thing with all three kids So it's two daughters and a son in a daddy podcast here for just a minute And we're going to talk about uh, What this last month has been like it's, it's been officially one full month Of this whole distance learning thing And I know what the challenges have been From a parent side But let's hear from the kids What has it been like for you? So let's, uh, let's start with Ty What's it been like for you, man?
2: Well, I mean, so like Sometimes I would fall behind in school because mm-hmm. I'm not doing my work. But other than that, I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Like I'm getting my assignments done, getting them submitted on time. Yeah, I agree.
1: It's it's a little bit challenging. He's he's a fourth grader, right? So, you know, the expectation of working independently for elementary kids.
3: And he skipped kindergarten. So yeah. he's an actual age year behind as well.
1: Yeah, so he's a year younger than the rest of his peers, Um, so we did something pretty unique this time. We got you in a, in a special camp. It's actually at a Taekwondo studio, but it's really dope, right? So you guys all have your little private quarantine cubicles that you sit in and work. And then they hired a couple of retired teachers to be there with you guys. Have you found that to be easier for you to be able to focus than it was last year when you just had to stay home with your sisters all day? Yeah.
2: Cause most, yeah. Cause most of the time. Well, instead of doing my work, since, like, all that was asynchronous,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, instead of doing my work, I would just, like, get distracted mm-hmm. and, like, sneak on things like my iPad.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I tell people that with you, I we could not convince you that you weren't already on summer break, even though it was only March. You were just like, yeah, whatever. If I'm not going to school, I'm on break, so I'm going to go play some video games.
2: Yeah, I listened to that podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, because we were talking about it. That's hilarious. Yeah, so so. all in all, I think it's worked out really well for you You've been able to focus You're now taking Taekwondo at the studio as well So you're getting some physical activity You've made some new friends yep. So it's working out pretty well, don't you think? Yep All right, cool, man I, I agree, I agree And I
2: can still play Minecraft when I finish all my work
1: Exactly So it's a little bit of best of both worlds, yeah? Yeah, that's cool Yeah All right, Trinity, come on in here You tell me, how's it worked out for you? What's it been like for you?
0: Well, as a sixth grader, it's definitely a harder having four different teachers per day. But the fact that it's A, A, B, B schedule, like an A day, A day, B day, B day, and then Monday's asynchronous, I feel like that's a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my teachers are really nice, so I really like my teachers. And um, on B days, my advisory teacher is also my science teacher, which is really cool because I get to like see her twice.
1: Yeah, that is cool.
0: I'm playing strings, so on the bass, I just learned how to play my first song mm-hmm. on pizzicata. It's actually really cool, and school's been actually pretty easy for me. We've done a few graded things already, but I'm getting like pretty good grades. I almost have straight A's.
1: Yeah, you're crushing it. I just looked at your grades, and yeah, you, there was one little outlier, which I think they now they're going to go back and fix it because the entire class had the same issue, and it really knocked your grade down in one particular one particular class but when they fix that that'll come back up and you'll be back to straight a status which is really really dope when you think about it because you're doing the whole distance learning thing
0: and i'm the first sixth grade class of this school which makes it like super cool but i'm just a bit disappointed that the first sixth grade class is going to be virtual
1: yeah at least for this first half right so yeah for you and ty like for you guys, uh, are you looking forward to going back to a regular school or do you are you enjoying the distance learning thing and not having to sit in classrooms? How is it going you?
0: back to school is definitely a lot easier because then it's like in person and we can actually like help. And it's just I feel like it'd be easier if we got to go back to school.
1: Yeah. What do you think?
2: Um. Well, so like I like. So I'd enjoy going back to school mm-hmm. but just like I wouldn't be able to like play with my friends at the Taekwondo camp that much because yeah, yeah like then after school I just come to the camp just for my class. Right. Yeah, and I wouldn't really like get to like play with my friends that much.
1: Yeah, that makes camp. sense. So you guys kinda miss your friends, don't you? Being able to just hang out with your friends? Yeah,
0: but I yeah. actually made a new friend in class. She and I have a bunch of classes together.
1: Oh that's awesome. So you through the distance learning thing you've still been able to make new friends.
0: Yeah, she emailed me and was like, hey, you're pretty nice. And I was like, yeah, you're nice too.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. And you've already started, you already received an award from school, didn't you? Two. Two awards. What were they for?
0: They were for me being like such a big help to my teachers and like letting them know, hey, this person just joined, make sure to fix your attendance and stuff.
1: Yeah, see, we're, we're always proud of your performance in school and making straight A's you guys are always making straight A's you're doing a wonderful job Ty you're always a year younger than everybody but you've never had behavioral challenges or maturity issues in school like that I mean we love the grades but it's the character awards that you guys continue to win that we just that's what your parents are most proud of the character awards are fantastic because that means we're, we're raising good little people you know what I mean and that's of course you're smart. We knew you, got, you, got, you guys have always demonstrated an intelligence, which is cool. But your character, that's, that's where the, the importance lies. And you guys are killing it in the character world. So really, really good job on that. We very much appreciate it. Any final thoughts when it comes to school?
0: I'd say it's just really good. And the teachers are doing a great job. Ah, that's sweet,
1: man. They got impossible jobs to do. So yep. yeah, I agree. What about you? Any final thoughts on the school thing, On the
2: school thing? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, going at the distance learning camp and not being at the distance learning camp, I'm still going to wear a mask, which hurts my ears a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. It hurts the back of my ears so much. But you got to do it. Oh, hey, tell everybody what you did yesterday. Hmm? Tell tell them about our, our daddy son outing yesterday and what happened.
2: Oh yeah! Um, yesterday we went fishing.
1: Yeah, we did.
2: With um, my friend and my friend's dad.
1: Yeah, and it was it was our first time fishing together, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And um, so, like, my friend and his dad they like, fish way more.
1: Yeah, they fish than... a lot more than we do. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I still caught the most fish.
1: How many fish did you catch, Ty?
2: Eight.
1: Eight. He caught eight fish. How many did I catch? One. I caught one. Yeah. At the end only because we stayed yeah. a whole extra hour so that I could try to catch a fish. Yeah. But I got mine and you got yours. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Is how you play the game, right? Yeah.
2: No. Yes. And no. it wasn't even a competition.
1: Oh, it was. It's always a competition. Always. always. I'm super competitive and you won and I will eventually come back and beat you. You can trust him. I'm going and buying like a whole fishing kit just to be able to beat you with special lures and stuff. And I'm going to give you empty hooks while I go with like... Jumbo fat worms, or something, because I'm going I'll to be both you. of you. You probably would. <laughs> Trinity would probably be both of us. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for sitting in with us. We appreciate it. It was always nice to hear from you. You want to yeah. say your final farewells, even though you're going to do the outro and Trinity just did the intro? But any, any last minute special shout outs, any friends or anybody you want to just give a shout out to? Now's your chance.
0: Are we allowed to do names?
1: First names only.
0: Leia, thank you for being such a great friend.
1: Oh, that's nice. Any shout outs?
2: Thank you to all the teachers that work their best to educate us.
1: Very, very cool. That's awesome. Okay, and and as you guys begin to get ready to make your exit, we'll bring Michael in and we will jump off into our little chat. Hey guys, all the way downstairs, okay? Thanks. All right, go ahead and get yourself set. No. wherever you want to sit. It's backwards. <laughs> you like sitting on that thing backwards. It's so funny. No, I don't. Oh, no, that's forwards. That's it right. It's
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's are supposed to lean. It makes it easier for me to lean. Yeah. Because okay. it has me kneeling at this angle, sort of. <sighs>
1: All right, and now we get to hit the reset button just a little bit and get back to the standard format because I am now joined by...
3: Michael the Princess.
1: Michael the Princess. Okay, so we had a nice little chat. You were sitting here with your sister and your brother talking about this distance learning thing. And nobody
3: that? knew that I was there. Yeah,
1: we knew you chimed in once, which was awesome.
3: No, true.
1: But it's all good. So, what's the experience been like with you? What has been the good, the bad, and how soon do you want to get back to school?
3: All right. So, as for as for bad, there's nothing. I I ended up. Going into an elective that I didn't really enjoy that much because I thought it would be like robotics part two, but it wasn't. So I ended up dropping that and switched it for art mm-hmm. on like the third day yep, because I was just done.
1: <laughs> yep. And how's that turned out?
3: And I really like art, especially because I wanted to improve drawing and actually find a drawing style so that I can start drawing my own characters instead of using other programs to create characters. Yeah. And I also want to create these other scenes that the app doesn't allow me to do.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. You really tapped into this creative side, this this art artist side of you. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. It's always been there, you doing your whole thing. So at first
3: thing. it was like musical, mm-hmm. and then it was STEM, and now it's creativity. Because I'm even in the um, school magazine and slash creative writing club. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, that's great. So, all in all, how do you think the whole distance learning thing is going for you? Is it working pretty well or no?
3: I actually like distance learning more than in-person learning. Hmm. It's a little bit easier because everyone's, like, all my teachers are chill and laid back. Mm -hmm. And I have the same PE teacher that I've had since seventh grade.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Followed you to the new high school.
3: (laughs) Yep. Followed (laughs) me to intermediate school, followed me to high school. But, um, yeah, no. Stalker. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just funny.
3: But yeah, so like all my teachers this year are laid back and chill and nice, but like I feel like it's even more so because it is distance learning mm-hmm. and tests have been questionable problem, but they're actually pretty okay. I'm pr- I'm like 99.9% sure that I have all A's in my classes right now.
1: Yeah, I'm 100% sure you do. Yeah. At least in at
3: the it. ones that I actually have grades in. Yeah,
1: we just checked it out. It's like A's down the board
3: yeah and so, i'm in I'm in a lot of like higher level classes,
1: yeah, yeah, so
3: that's another challenge because like you want to do the test and you want to do the extra content, but it's virtual learning, and you still have to attune to everyone's learning styles, yeah, so we're doing a lot of like the actual major you know, like unit tests and stuff, yeah, are more project based. So I know for like this last unit that we wrapped up in research bio. It was ecology, and we ended up having to do a project. And it could literally be anything that you wanted. Nice. And I did a video and stressed myself out yeah, over it because I did way too much editing.
1: Way too much. It took up a whole lot of time and didn't get to anything else. So yeah. does that mean that you... Uh, Sorry, something popped up on the screen there. So does that mean that you don't want to go back to physical school? I mean, you're in a brand new high school; it hasn't even been touched yet. I
3: know, and I wanted to go to that coffee house and the makerspace with the 3D printer.
1: Yeah,
3: I wanted to go do that.
2: So you but, still do, right? No.
3: I mean, like I feel like there's certain aspects that I miss, like mm-hmm. homecoming. What the heck's gonna happen to homecoming this year? Yeah, because I really can there liked... be a
1: homecoming for a school that's actually never been opened. What are you coming home? It's from?
3: more like. It's more like a spirit thing, yeah, sort of getting the whole entire, better. like establishing traditions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's
3: like a spirit event. Interesting. A school spirit event. Yeah. Like tailgates and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I was looking forward to homecoming because I actually liked it last year.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
3: And no, I did not go with anybody. I went with my friends, like a big group of friends. And we loved it. And my friend got a sugar high and was insane. And it was great.
1: That sounds awesome. Sounds like it was a lot of we fun. We took
3: a lot of pictures because I know. the line. God, the
1: pictures were awesome, man. You were beautiful.
3: Yeah. We, it was really funny because we were just like, all right, this one's going to be the sexy one. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. really funny. So we were all striking like super sassy poses. And then the other ones, we would just like let loose and be laughing and leaning on each other.
1: I'm laughing because that's how you know I was not around at that time. Because the word sexy never would have came out your mouth. Just (laughs) kidding. Okay, so let's jump off into our topic. That was a nice catch up. But uh, finally getting around to the topic that was amongst the top two topics we said we were going to discuss when we thought about putting this whole thing together. Yeah, we thought
3: it would be like the second episode and then life happened. Life.
1: And here we are finally like episode eight, not even counting our pop-up episodes. We finally get to... The topic of drugs. Yes. So let's talk about it. Um, what's your just initial thoughts around drugs and your generation and the the pressures? Are the pressures there? What kind of drugs are we talking about? What's what do you know is kind of like the big thing in this particular area? Because it it varies around the country, and, you know. And in the Midwest, you get a whole lot of crystal meth type addicts. Uh, on the east coast west coast it's a lot of marijuana um, cocaine different versions of it you know and I think um, down kind of in the East where we're at you know there's heroin issues and stuff like that so um yeah talk to me about it what's your what's your initial experience and all of that
3: okay that was a lot yeah, it but was. um
1: <laughs> Sorry,
3: it's okay. It's still like I'm still waking up. I woke up what at nine, so I was like three hours ago.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm
3: still like mentally dead. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, we we're talking about drugs, just us. Yes. Okay, got okay. you. Just, just in case yeah. you forgot that fast. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> All right, it was just ahead.
3: a lot that you told me. Like it my was? opinion on it's
1: okay. I'll come back and refresh. Let's okay. just start with your general, you know, observations. What okay.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry we both okay anyways so i don't really know much about drugs other than like taking dare which is drug abuse resistance education but that was all the way back in fifth grade so five years ago
1: never knew what that stood for but thanks
3: yeah so like i know that drugs are bad but at the same time drugs are medicine
1: mm-hmm. so it can be there's
3: the two different types as for the bad ones I really know like nothing about it because I'm a very innocent person and I'd (laughs) like to keep it that way. But school is very bad at keeping people's innocences, innocences. mm
1: -hmm, Yeah, I know you English good. Keep going. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I can English. Um,
1: So have you heard, so so you're just entering high school, though, technically you haven't actually entered into high school itself physically, but you did go through middle school and stuff. So was there, were you guys aware of kids who were doing drugs that that early in life, and
3: no, I was never like in with the sort of like the bad kids or did you the hear popular about it? Like, kids. Were people
1: aware of some of the kids that were doing those things?
3: No, I didn't really listen to gossip either. Good, <laughs> like cool. I was a good one. I like people were talking about other kids, and I'm just like, okay, no, I'm not gonna listen to that. I'm gonna do my work and listen to the classical music that's making me fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so we were taught about it in school so then sometimes that would be like people are whispering about it but at the same time it's during the class where you're not really supposed to say anything in case of other kids who were dropped out of the class mm-hmm. so um yeah i i didn't really know about it in middle school um eighth grade you know when i was in the intermediate school it was still kind of iffy though i started hearing some things yeah without meaning to I was hearing things about, you know, people being bad, doing all sorts of bad things. And then ninth grade is when, like, I really, really, really started to hear about things. And so... So just in generality,
1: what kind of things were you hearing?
3: A lot about vaping, but Mm -hmm. like the e-vape or whatever it's called. I don't even know. (laughs) The e-smoker. Yeah, the
1: e-cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So those things, especially the ones that were like... They were shaped like a USB drive. Yeah. So then they would just do it in the bathrooms. And
1: was it just nicotine type of smoking or were they using them with other kinds of drugs? I
3: think it was just nicotine, but like, I didn't really know the details mm-hmm. because once again, I wasn't hanging around those people and I didn't really want to hear it. Okay. I was like those monkey emojis. Don't mm-hmm. want to see it. Don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See no evil, hear no evil, say no evil. Yeah, I hear you.
3: I was literally compared to those monkey emojis before. I don't remember by who or by what. I think I might have been by mom.
1: Yeah, probably. It was, I'm sure it was your mom or me. <laughs> I don't wanna. But I yeah. reject your reality and I insert my own. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But uh, um, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, so like I don't really know about it. Like I know different types. I know like we were researching like addictive things, yeah. including coffee. But, um, yeah, so those are the types of things that you're, like, taught about in school, but I don't really hang around the people that actually do it. Mm -hmm. But you just hear things, and sometimes you see things.
1: Ooh, did you see things?
3: Kind of. I saw the effects of things.
1: Ooh, tell me about it.
3: So, yeah, this was, like, the story that I've been planning on telling, but I'm not going to say names at all. Okay, okay. So there was this girl. Who's the wild card, right? Mm-hmm. so she's like the wild child off the hooks, <laughs> yeah, and she's a girl, okay, and so um she was kind of like really fun, and she was in my classes, so I kind of hung around her because she wanted to hang around me, but like not only as sort of like not alone buddies. Mm-hmm. I know I brought that up before in like the yeah. last podcast or something, but um We didn't exchange phone numbers, I don't think. Well, I think we did one time for homework reasons, but um, like we didn't hang out after school. We didn't really talk about anything much. We just kind of hung around, and she ended up being in my classes for a long time, and at first, she was just addicted to Coca-Cola.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Okay, she would
3: just chug Coca Cola, like the like two liter bottles of oh Coca Cola. She would just bring it to school, and it would be empty by the end of the day.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, have you seen what that stuff does to like battery acid? Yeah. Oh, good lord. Okay. But, continue. And then it
3: was what was it? Kool Aid.
1: Oh well, you know.
3: She was also addicted to Kool Aid.
1: Hey, but not wrong with that.
3: You know, being the wild card. Um, she was also in with the bad crowd, okay. And I ended up some hearing stuff. ended up hearing stuff about her. Mm-hmm. And then I remember this um, one day, she just looked completely wrecked, okay, like withdrawal wrecked. Ooh. And then um it was to the point where she was just kind of blabbering about things that she shouldn't be blabbering about, including mm-hmm. that she had actually been on withdrawal. When she came to me, I remember it was in p e. And she was just like, I need my drugs or whatever. And then she was just like, I actually ended up snorting the Kool-Aid because I didn't have anything. It was Kool-Aid powder.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right, hang on. Hang on. I'm confused. I'm sorry. I just need to clarify something. I mean, I'm processing right now that you actually were friends with somebody who... Or you even know of somebody who's snorting Coca Cola?
3: No, Kool Aid.
1: Kool Aid. I'm sorry, snorting Kool Aid powder is just so as a substitute. But what was it a substitute for?
3: I don't know. I didn't want to ask questions. I was just like, okay, Okay. your name.
1: Okay, so she was going through withdrawals of some other type of drug and used the Kool Aid as a substitute and admitted that she was going through withdrawals for some type of addiction
3: yeah but like you could also see it in her face like she had like bags she had no energy her hair was out of whack a Mm. little bit i mean her hair is also just naturally really curly yeah so it normally looks all frizzy but like it seemed more than usual and she just Mm. looked like she needed to go get some sleep and get some
1: medicine so so what ended up happening
3: um I have no idea, to be honest. I heard more rumors about her having to gone with some friends to mm-hmm. some shady place and were smoking stuff. I know soon after that time, she was missing from class. And she also was hiding this from her parents, so I don't know if her parents know, but I know that she was also in touch with a counselor.
1: Well, that's good.
3: But she needed more than a counselor because she was just getting worse.
1: Yeah. Wow.
3: But, um, yeah, so she ended up, like, just disappearing from class, either from skipping or she wasn't actually at school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure, because at this point, we were not in very many classes together. Yeah. And she was in with the bad crowd, and I didn't want to be around with the bad crowd.
1: So let me, <laughs> excuse me, let me ask you this. Um looking at that situation and seeing the effects of whatever it was that she was dealing with had on her and you could see the physical manifestations of what these whatever this is did to her yeah um do you are you cool with the way you handle it do you think or do you wish you would done something differently for her or i wish i had
3: actually gone to the t like to my counselor Mm -hmm. to at least tell them what i had heard her say what she had said to me but i i didn't and i was scared because she's in like the popular social media people who are like the kings and queens. So,
1: you were afraid if you snitched and she found out, it would come back on you and you'd just get bullied all uh, over again? Yeah. I mean, that's cool. But I it's think.
3: also like none of my business. And I didn't really know exactly a lot of details. Yeah. So, I didn't want to do something like, yeah. I, 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 don't I totally give understand mis- that. It's a
1: really difficult position to be in. Yeah. You see somebody who you think probably needs some help. Or at least some adult but attention. I don't know
3: her that well.
1: But you don't know her that well. You're not sure what your role would be. You're not sure if it's any of your business. It's a really difficult Especially struggle.
3: Especially because she was really out of it when she told me. So then I feel like that was another thing.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how to advise you on something like this. You have to make a decision that you can live with. Um, It's kind of that good Samaritan syndrome. It's like, okay... So there's a massive car accident. There's people injured and there's people bleeding and I have advanced medical, you know, care type of experience. Um but if I stop and help somebody and I could end up causing more harm than, you know, than good, maybe I should just keep it moving, maybe. Oh, when I was going to a club one night when we lived in Texas, um before I was, you know, married to your mom and before you guys were there and stuff. I was going to a club with a friend. And this guy was screaming at his girlfriend and held her up against the wall by her neck and her feet were off the ground. Right. And I I saw it as I was walking towards him because he was in this, this was happening in the direction we were traveling. There were other people who walked by and they just shook their head, but they just kept walking like they knew what was happening was wrong. And they just kept it moving. Now, me and my friend looked at each other and we both. Said, yeah, this we can't let this ride like this is unacceptable kind of thing because I looked at him He looked at me. And he, was, he was like, yeah, let's do this and I was like, yeah, let's do this So we go over and we confront the guy and he turns all of that anger towards us now he took a you know at the time I was about 295 pounds <laughs> Yeah, I was a big dude and uh, and my boy he was he was a slim cat But you know, you could tell by looking at him. He knew how to handle himself and so Usually you find, and this is a whole different topic, but usually you find guys who are willing to treat their women like that do so because they're very insecure and would never try to step to a man the same way they step to women. So even though he kept barking at us, he kept barking while he was moving backwards. He never advanced at us. And and he was trying to get her like, you come with me, come with me. And we're like, she ain't going nowhere with you, dude. And, um, and she stayed behind us. And, and obviously, you know, she was like, oh, thank you so much and all this kind of stuff. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you go back to him. It's probably going to happen again. You really need to you know make better choices. But there's sometimes when you see things happen and it's really difficult to know, is this something I'm supposed to get myself involved in or should I just leave it alone? Because it's none of my business. I'm not here to tell you exactly what you need to do, because that's your decision. What I am saying is. In any given situation, using this one as an example, just make sure you make a decision that you can live with. Does that make sense? Like, I never yeah. regretted stepping into that situation. Maybe we saved her life. Maybe he was going to kill her that night. Or just she she was going to just accept that this was going to be her reality and she just got herself into an abusive marriage and had kids with an abusive man and he started abusing the kids. Like, who knows what could have been prevented by us intervening or Maybe she just went straight back to him and apologized for what we did and she just chose to be... I don't know. Like, you never know.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: the thing with your friend, uh, not friend, acquaintance. The thing with your acquaintance, um, it's a difficult spot, especially at your age and especially in school, to know what the right answer is. Um, maybe there was an opportunity to talk to your counselor in confidence and say, "This is. I don't want this attributed to me. She can never know it came from me. All I'm saying is that I believe there's somebody in crisis, and it'd be great if you found an excuse to have a conversation and just kind of left it at that. And then whatever happens, happens, but it's something that you can live with. And I'm not saying what you did, what you didn't do, you can't live with. I'm not saying you should feel bad. It is what it is. Um, But you're going to see these types of things pop up more and more, and it's just these decisions get harder and harder. What do you think? Yeah... It's tough, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I just got another memory of something I wish I could have (laughs) forgotten.
1: Does it have to do with drugs, or is this going to be a topic for another pot?
3: It doesn't have to do with drugs, but it's something equally as bad that happens in the bathrooms.
1: Oh. Oh. Am I going to have to click the explicit button? Are we about to go down a We're
3: not going to get into it. Okay, that's good. not for this topic.
1: All right. Yeah, you're right. Let's not do that then. We're I'd good.
3: rather not talk about it anyways.
1: Okay. That's fair enough. So going back to the general thing on drugs, um, so you saw it. You saw kind of the effects of what you believe were drugs. And so it, it kind of became a PSA about like, this is your brain on drugs. So have you ever seen the commercial from when I was your age they used to play on TV? I don't know. It was like, this is your brain. And then they, it's like a, a pan sitting on a stove and then they like crack an egg into it and it just starts frying all over the place. And they're like, this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> Any questions? It was like very kind of in your face about drugs. Anybody like yeah, any kind of like or that
3: um, nicotine that's metal in your lungs. Ad for yeah, like exactly. the monster just, Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. And so, so what do we do when it comes to drugs? Listen, peer pressure, man. We already talked. I'm not about gonna
3: it. do it. Never gonna do it. Sometimes I wonder what other people were thinking. Sometimes I wonder what would happen if I did it. But I'm just like, I don't want to know what happens if I'm gonna do it. <laughs> never gonna do it. Nope. Nada. Get that out of my face. Ciao. Adios. I'm done. So
1: so you're a very unique kid. Like you, you steer clear of like all things controversial. You want to, you want to retain your innocence. Like you are purposely trying to retain your innocence as long as you can.
3: I am protecting my small little fire from the wind.
1: Yes. That's a great way of putting it. Great way of putting it. But there are plenty of other kids out there that, that find themselves kind of caught up. They, they have low self-esteem. They want to be in with that cool crowd you were just talking about that in crowd that tends to to be the bad boys and the bad girls and that's why they're popular and all that what what advice like what do you say to somebody like Trinity's age that's just right now entering middle school and is about to be exposed to a lot of the things that you were talking about that you started being exposed to. Maybe even to, at a
3: higher level because as the generations are going down, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And people are coming up with more clever ways to do this, do that, do things that you it. ain't supposed to do.
1: I know. I look at your generation like, good luck. But no, seriously. So, <laughs> so so what do you say to them?
3: These people you're trying to be friends with, these things they're trying to get you to do, is it worth your life? Is it worth like your soul, so to speak? Mm -hmm. because I don't think anything is worth your life. I mean, other than, like, saving a country or something in a war, representing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But drugs, you know, you get caught up. You might do things that you regret, all sorts of different things, you know. Like, I watch Law & Order. I don't really... (laughs) But, yeah, I watch a whole bunch of crime shows, so I don't want to go into, like, anything specific because that's a whole lot of different things. It is, But, uh, you know, you can end up hurting somebody. You can end up getting yourself hurt.
1: Yeah, I guess the thing is— You can
3: hurt both you and somebody else.
1: It's one of those rare things where you know going in exactly what's going to happen. Like,
3: but it's also just like, oh, that's never going
1: to be me. Exactly. It, it. But it is, like— the law of physics doesn't cease to exist in you just because you think you're special. You addiction is You are not the
3: exception. You're not the exception. It's chemically made this way. Exactly. Unless you have some sort of weird brain thing going on where that it does not yet. alter you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I haven't met that person yet. Like, if if you if you engage in a highly addictive drug, you're going to eventually become addicted to the drug. Like, that's just a law of physics.
3: It doesn't matter how little, how much. It has an addictive chemical in it. It is literally made to be addictive. There are ads everywhere. You're most likely taught about it in school one way or another, some class or another. You might have your parents talk to you about it. If not, you're listening to this. (laughs) We're telling you about it.
1: That's right. So what do you tell the parents? What should they be doing with their kids right around your age, that 13, 14, 15, when they're going to start being exposed to these things? What advice do you give the parents?
3: You tell them before they go do something stupid. You might think your kid's too young. You know, I'm graduating in two years now
2: mm-hmm. because Nine
3: I'm, I'm now. in the 10th grade now. Yeah. I'm graduating in two years. If your kid doesn't know, I already told you they were doing it in ninth grade last year. Maybe your kid's hiding it. Yeah. If you haven't told them, you know...
1: You're right. It really comes down to the relationship. It's trust. Because you know, I know I give you guys a lot some kids th-
3: didn't know, like, FLE stuff, family life education.
1: We used to call it sex ed, but yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> but, you know, some kids didn't know about that. You know what? They might end up doing something in the bathrooms they're not supposed to be doing. You're
1: going into that story you're not going to tell. But yes, exactly. And I think yeah. that's exactly right. It comes down to... For the parents, man, you have to be willing to have those really uncomfortable, really hard conversations, whether it's about the FLE stuff, the the, the bankity, the birds and the bees, but drugs. Yeah. It's like we need to be open. We need to be honest. We need to be transparent. I told you guys. I
3: You want I, to shield your kids, but you're, you're not helping them. You're not helping You're them. just putting them in a greater risk. But
1: for parents, we always feel like there's the I'm going to feel like a hypocrite thing. How can I yell at my kids? about abstinence, or how can I yell at my kids about don't do drugs when I know I smoked a little pot in high school or I smoked a little That's bit exactly of pot
3: That's exactly why. Like, you know what happens. So yes. you have to warn them so that they don't repeat the mistakes that you made. That's it, it what you're also, supposed to be trying to do as a
1: parent. You're hundred percent right. A hundred percent right. So you have to be open and honest with your kids and say, I did these things. If you did do them, say, I did these things, um, and I'm telling you from experience you do not want this. Like you don't want the smoke. You you don't want to run the risk of going to jail. You don't want to run the risk of damaging yourself mentally. You don't want to, you just don't expose, don't intentionally expose yourself to those kinds of risks just because you're curious. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Be smart, be responsible, but also know, and this is something that I know we stressed to you guys, but also know that if you do make that mistake, we're not going to love you any less. We're not going to be mad at you. We might be disappointed, Because we've already talked about not doing those things And so disappointment, sure But you're still a wonderful kid We still love you And you have to know that you can come to us And we're not going to judge you The last thing we want is for you guys to be doing anything in the background And not bring it to us so that we can discuss it Don't let us find out um, things are happening Because we just happen to walk in at the wrong time Or we happen to grab your phone and see the wrong text message Or what have you We don't that's not, that's not the kind of relationship we have. Our relationship is supposed to be open, honest, and transparent, and it'll go both ways.
3: Unless it's surprise parties.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, Michael. Unless it's a surprise party, let's be open and honest and transparent. Yes.
2: So <laughs> for the
1: kids, I guess the bottom line is be smart, protect yourself. Don't get involved in things that are literally chemically designed to make you addicted and to destroy you. Let's not do that. That's not smart. And for the parents... Have those conversations and have them often. It's not a one-time conversation. It's a continuous conversation. Every time you see something represented in a movie, you see it represented in a TV show, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that character that clearly had an addiction problem. And let's dive into that and let's just unpack it a little bit.
3: Let them ask questions. Questions are important for answers because that means that they do not understand. And you need clarification. That is
1: so smart. God, you make me so proud. Yeah. And you're 100% right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And and just be comfortable in the uncomfortable because mm-hmm. that's where growth happens, right? Yep. Find comfort in the discomfort. I love it. Let's wrap it up with that. What do you say? Okay. All right, man. You take us out.
3: All right. This has been the Daddy Daughter Podcast with your co-host, my dad, Guy. Hey. And the princess, Michael. Me. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Um, Yeah, tune in to us next time, whenever that may be.
1: We'll try to get it in there a little bit sooner next time. Yeah, Yeah.
3: a little bit sooner. Mind the gap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Check us out on Facebook. You know, you can find us wherever you find your podcast, you know, Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called because I don't know (laughs) Spotify.
1: Yeah, tune in. Uh, and now we're on uh, Google, we're on Google and we're on something else now. But yeah, anyway, you can find we're us. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. You can find us anywhere you can find your podcasts. Uh, we are Daddy Daughter Real Talk. You can search Facebook. Leave to find a, a page. review. Leave Please. a request
3: for a topic.
1: Absolutely. Access the Facebook page. If there's a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, we'd welcome that.
3: And check out our other episodes if this is your first time joining us.
1: <laughs> She's such a professional. Thanks. Yeah, definitely rate us, review us. We appreciate it, guys. And with that, we are. Out to have your guy. have a oh yeah i'm definitely done oh my lord all right hey (laughs) you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend have a wonderful week and we'll do this again soon
2: hi this is ty and i would like to thank you for listening to a daddy daughter real talk podcast be sure to join us again soon until then be blessed be blessed